morning and welcome to Washington Live powered by KCTC. I'm your host, Diana Rich, joined in the studio by our producer, Nick Steffens. Good morning, Nick. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. It's the first day back from vacation, so it can, this is about as good as it, as it can be. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah, Monday after vacation. Yep. I hear you. Uh, coming up later in the show, we'll be talking with Mike Zaz. Uh, we'll be talking with him about the Red Cedar concert happening uh, this Friday at the Ainsworth Opera House. Uh, the title of the concert is Physics, Art, and Music. So talking to him a little bit uh, before the show and excited to share all the details with you about that uh, coming up this Friday. So, But first, let's take a look at the weather. 36 degrees and partly cloudy. Uh, well, I went to vacation in Minneapolis, and we got up there, and then there was a snowstorm, so we just sat in the Airbnb for half the first day, and then it was negative eight when we woke up, so not the best spring break so, destination for So day. now that it's 36 degrees and partly cloudy, you feel like it's summer in Oh, Iowa. yeah, it definitely, because we came down, to like 40 degrees on Sunday, and it was like, this is nice. Nice, yes. 30 <laughs> degrees and partly cloudy. I would say it's partly sunny out. It's nice to see the sun. It is a little breezy, but looks. Uh, my watch is telling me the high is 54 degrees today. So I'll take it. Excited about that. Might might be able to get my car washed. It is covered in dirt right now. So gotta love gotta love Iowa winters. So uh, for local events, we have uh, today is the 20th of March. Uh, looks like tomorrow, the 21st. There's Becoming a Master Gardener at the Washington Public Library. Uh, they always do a really good job of posting information about their events on their website and on Facebook. So I'm sure if you wanted more information about that, uh, that would be there. And then there's a Wine and Dine for the PEO Chapter J at Cafe Dodici on Wednesday. So I'm guessing that maybe they get a certain percentage of the, the sales maybe. so. My um, mom is in a PEO and it's like a secret Yes. So like when I was young, I thought that was like super cool, like the secret organization. And then like it's, it is cool. Don't get me wrong. But I just thought it was like this really like secret club, handshakes, yeah. code words and all that stuff. Yeah. My mom was also in it and I was always trying to guess what PEO stood for. And I always went with people eating onions. Oh, that I better than any guess I'd have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's it, however, so. Mr. Zaz probably knows. He knows everything. <laughs> um, all right. The police report. Uh, 56 total calls. We had 19 traffic calls, six sex offender checks, five animal calls, four for theft, four fire calls, three harassment calls, two warrant arrests, and then several single calls. Uh, the highlights of the police report, as picked out by Nick, um, well, there was a traffic call in Washington. Caller reports he ran out of fuel in his 2002 Dodge Ram truck. He got it to the pumps at Casey's and then realized the pumps are off after hours. He cannot get it moved, so it will be there until the morning when he will go get fuel. 103 was advised for documentation. <laughs> and that was nice that yeah. he called and, and reported it. it. There. Yeah. I wish he would have given some more information on his Dodge Ram, like the color, and interior, <laughs> That's my favorite and part what size always, the wheels were. And <laughs> I always feel like it's the truck drivers that always specify what their vehicle is. Very, very detailed information. So, well, then uh, hopefully he got there in the morning, got some Casey's breakfast pizza and mm -hmm. fueled up and all was good. Uh, an animal injury call in Washington reports her dog is possibly deceased in the roadway. 113 responded, it was frozen water in the street. <laughs> that is why I have to start reading these in the morning before I'm blindsided by this. I don't know how that could look. Also, where, like, was the dog just not around? It was the water spaniel. 
<laughs> Mr. Zoss said it was a water spaniel. I, um, well, I guess, so do you, do you just call from your house and you're looking out there and you're like, I think that's my dead dog. Yeah. Or did you go, so like obviously you didn't go out there and in check tech. before they called. Like that's, or, I think that's and, my favorite part. Yeah, or if it was, if they're in the country, it makes sense the dog's out and about. Oh. Well, like when they called and then like the dog's just, behind them well the good news is it's not. Uh, it was frozen water yes and uh hopefully hopefully the dog was found uh a bicycle theft call in riverside color reports theft of bicycle from the casino report to be filed the reason i put this is because who's riding a bike to the casino it is not close to <laughs> close to much i don't oh. know <laughs> but and there's lots of hills to get to the casino i feel yeah. like but good for them I, I hope they found their bike. A uh, couple calls from the Iowa City Police Log, which are always entertaining. Uh, one call, brain feels hot, sweating. Do you? Can you feel your brain? Because I can't. So I don't know if that's. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay, I've never. Good. I've never felt this before. But, okay. but then again, uh, and I don't know if that warrants a call to the Iowa City <laughs> Police. But um, a next call reporting. Party seemed like they had a road rage issue, but it resolved itself. I don't know what the reason. I don't know. I don't know if the <laughs> caller had road rage. I don't know if I like how it resolved itself. Do you think so. these people are watching this show and they're trying to make the show, and so they call in about these ridiculous things? Sometimes I do think that, <laughs> or like sometimes I think people don't call in things because. We're going to make fun of him. (laughs) Oh, too funny. All right. Well, that's all we have for the police report. Um, We're going to go to commercial break and then we'll talk to to Mike Zaz when we return. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross, Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light-duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656.
Hey, I mean, what did the drummer name his twin daughters? Mm. Anna one, Anna two. <laughs> Welcome back to Washington Live. I'm your host, Diana Rich. I'm joined in the studio by Mike Zaz, who's here to talk to us about the Physics, Art, and Music Multimedia Concert at the Ainsworth Opera House this weekend. Um, the Red Cedar Group is, uh, Red Cedar Music Group is coming to perform, so excited to talk to him about that. But first, how are you this morning? I'm fine. Very good. Um, Fun fact, Mike was my seventh grade history teacher. I think a lot of people know him from that. So I might call him Mr. Zaz throughout. <laughs> Sometimes I might call you Mike, but it's, it seems seems better to call you Mr. Zaz. So I'm glad you're here with us this morning. Um, so tell me a little bit about this um, Red Cedar Music Group. Where are they from? What kind of music? Red Cedar is a chamber music group originally from Cedar Rapids in Iowa City. And they are generally considered to be the top chamber music group in the country. And people say, well, not from Iowa, but they are. They are just fabulous. I've been with them in New York City when uh, the National Chamber Music Festival and people just practically bowed to them because they're, they're just very, very good. And the, what they're going to be performing here at Ainsworth uh, they like to perform here. The acoustics are good in the opera house. This is I don't know, 20 sometimes that they've appeared here. This is a real special concert because it combines science and art and music. There's a, a cello, two violins, and a viola. So it's a string quartet, and it will cover uh, 2,000 years of music. Wow. And you said a multimedia concert. So how does that kind of tie in to it? Well, they uh, will be playing the oldest known form of Western music, and it's off of a grave marker in uh, the first century Greece, and so that will be special. And they have uh, worked with a, a physics and art professor at the university to combine developments in architecture with developments of music. So they'll be playing and then behind will be a screen where there will be uh, slides of what was happening in art and architecture at the time of the music that they're playing. Okay. And it'll come clear up to the present day. Very interesting. So is this a, a concert that they've been performing elsewhere in Iowa, or is this a This debut? will be one of the very first times they've done this concert. They've maybe done it twice before. Um, they have been working on it since before the pandemic, and they... Uh, postponed it until everything was clear. But um, it is it talks a little bit about the development of musical instruments and how a change in the violin allowed for change in the music. And so it'll be a very educational and very, very pleasant uh, concert. Great, yeah. So the concert is, is this Friday at the Ainsworth Opera House. What time? The concert's at 7. But when we do a concert at the Opera House, we usually do a meal prior to that. And I usually try to do the meal that goes along with the music. So if we do something with a German composer, we have German food. Or Bohemian, we have Bohemian food. This was a little more challenging because it's 2,000 years of music. That's a lot of food. So <laughs> Sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but so the... The meal prior to the concert will cover the development of food for 2,000 years. 
We will start with food from the first century. And we'll be baking some bread with spelt flour, which was a type of flour that was around when Jesus was living. And then we'll bring it up to um, dessert as a um, red cake at the end, red velvet cake. But we have uh, some of the oldest fruits in the world. And there will be cheeses from the last 2,000 years. And there just will be food from all the different periods of time. It, it isn't all going to be... 2000 year old food but uh, uh, I would like to have had a suckling pig but not everybody probably would like to sit down next to a suckling pig but <laughs> but we'll have pork and we uh, have soup made of fava beans and lentils and fava beans are one of the oldest beans well it's the oldest bean in Europe because it's the only one native to Europe and I had to go to six stores to find some fava beans um, and that will be with lentils and then we'll have hop and john and sweet potatoes cooked with applesauce with the roast pork and cornbread and and no extreme food but food that covers uh, two centuries for we'll try to do a little bit of the history of the food as the red cedar will do the history of the music like we'll have coffee. Well, coffee became available in the 15th century, so we'll have music from the 15th century yeah. and such. So, it'll I think be an extremely pleasant evening, um, and we try to do things at the Ainsworth Opera House that are a little different. Uh, several years ago, we had a concert where I did the uh, meal to go with the music, and there were some people in the audience from Boston, and they just were very complimentary and they said the music was fantastic and they said combining it with the food they said they could not do that in boston that just would not be something that would be possible but it is in Ainsworth. yeah that's awesome this the food sounds really thought out so then along with that how do people learn the history around the food or the timeline do you have something like at their seat or are you telling them I during will, the concert i will introduce the food and there'll probably be something at the table as yeah. well and the uh, Red Cedar is always very good at educating you uh, about their music. And probably they will be playing on instruments, maybe some of them from the uh, 1700s. Wow, very interesting. Well, I think after this event, I think then you should plan um, just like a, a, a food dinner from, uh, like just that <laughs> dinner that you explained, and just be like, come eat foods of the last... 2,000 years. I mean, that sounds cool in itself. So pairing it with this music sounds sounds really awesome. So um, what's the cost for this meal and the concert that people can get this Friday? Okay, the meal and concert together are $25, and you pay at the, at the door. We do want to have um, people call in with reservations that they're coming, but you don't pay until you, you come. Okay, and how do people get... Um, Get a reservation. They call um, our home phone number, which is 319-653-6250. And uh, we would take reservations probably up till Thursday, and then we'll know how many fava beans to shell. <laughs> Sounds good. And you said you, you went all over trying to find these beans. Found them at an international grocery in Coralville. And they not only had fava beans, but they had six different varieties. Oh, wow. So, and I had gone online and found that Trader Joe's had fava, 
fava beans. So I went to Trader Jones. They had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> That's awesome. That's always the best it's when you stump the, the yeah. grocery store carrying the items. So, well, that sounds awesome. I mean, $25 for what sounds to be like a really awesome concert plus there, dinner just sounds Yeah, There fantastic. are places where the concert would be more than that just for the concert. Yeah. And here you get a meal Yeah, as well. Very awesome. All right. Well, um, let's head to commercial break. And then um, when we get back, we'll talk uh, a little bit more to Mike Zaz about the concert this Friday. And then we'll play the birthday game. Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. At the Cabber Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Tammy takes the time and has the personal interest in each one of us. I don't worry about what's going to happen because I know my policy is taken care of. She pulls what I need and puts it together, which is the program I get from her. Every year she calls around September or so and says, there's changes again and I'm going to do the best thing for you. It's been perfect. She does a great job. Welcome back to Washington Live. I'm joined in the studio with Mike Zaz, and we've been talking about the physics, art, and music multimedia concert happening this Friday um, at the Ainsworth Opera House in Ainsworth, Iowa, with the Red Cedar Group, who is performing, uh, and there's dinner included. There's room to get reservations still. You just need a, to call Mike Zaz and, and get your reservations. $25 for the dinner um, and the concert, which sounds awesome. Uh, the meal alone sounds totally worth $25. Um, and we were talking a little bit about uh, in between the show and the commercial, um, how this is all laid out in the Ainsworth Opera, in the Opera House. Can you explain the, you know, how people are going to eat dinner and, and see the concert? Well, <clears throat> we depend on our audience to help us because we'll be set up for the meal and then we'll strike all the tables and set it up for the concert. Uh, Red Cedar will be on the floor with uh, the audience, so you'll be kind of sitting around the musicians. And then the uh, slides of the architecture and art will be above them. So you'll be just kind of right in the middle of the whole thing. And um, the very last piece is uh, about four artists through 
periods of time and it ends with Grant Wood. And so we will have a number of original, some never displayed before, artwork signed pieces by Grant Wood in the lobby. Oh, wow. Um, That's really awesome. How many people um, does the Ainsworth Opera House hold for an event like this? Well, we're hoping to have 80 to 100. We can do more, but that works well. Yeah, very good. Um, and they still have room, so if you're if you're interested, make sure you call and take advantage of this awesome opportunity. It sounds like the the Red Cedar Group, like Mike Zaz says, just uh, really fantastic group, and um, they travel all over. And it sounds like the Ainsworth Opera House is is lucky to have them, and right. they enjoy being there. And if you're interested in in Red Cedar, they have I don't know several hundred things on YouTube. Okay. And when I appear with them, which I have a number of times. We uh, did a show in the Cedar Rapids Library, and it was on YouTube that night. So you yeah. can see what kind of music they do. That's neat that they get to share it in that in that yep. medium. Um, when you've played with Red Cedar before, what instrument have you played, or what was your role? I am the only non-musical member of the Red Cedar Chamber <laughs> Music Group. Okay. Uh, but I've done... Um, We've done a couple Civil War concerts where I would read letters in time to the music, so I was semi-musical. Yeah. And we've done a number of, of um, concert series using things from the Brenton Collection as well. Very cool. All right. Um, anything else you'd like to share with everybody about about the concert this weekend? And Well, it's we're to have good weather and I encourage you to come. If you can come before 6, that's good. And... Um, we will be having, like I said, fruits from 2,000 years ago. Actually, some of it's older. We'll have the oldest fruit uh, known in the world. We'll have the oldest cheese that we uh, um, goes back to um, the nativity. When I did programs about the nativity, I used some of this cheese. And it's just fun to see how things have developed and how they've stayed the same. But the music will be absolutely fantastic. Yeah, that sounds really cool. How did you go to all the work to pick out all the food? When you get to choose from that much food, how do you, well, how they, do you decide? They sent me the script in the different periods of time that they were doing music. And I work uh, up at the Special Collections of the University of Iowa. And they have a lot of uh, historic cookbooks and things. And so I have access to that. And you can find things on the computer, which, of course, we know are totally correct. And... <laughs> Um, Internet so, never lies. No. And so I just did a bunch of research and tried to confirm it several different ways before I picked things. But, uh, you know, during the jazz time, while well, I have food from that period of time. Well, that's mostly African-American. Well, that came from Africa and, and such. So it's been fun to trace the different uh, history of the different foods. Yeah, that sounds sounds really interesting. So. Very good. All right. Well, make sure if you are interested in taking advantage of this awesome opportunity in Ainsworth, make sure to to call 319-653-6250 and and make your reservations for this Friday. Um, Awesome. And the Opera House is completely handicap accessible. So you can come and not go up any steps. Very good. Awesome. All right. Now we'll head into the National Day. It is the vernal equinox, so it's the astrological first day of spring. Okay. It was the meteorological back on the first, but this is the 
the planets and everything. It is officially spring. The sun is directly over the equator yep. today at 522 or something. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you did. <laughs> All right. And the birthday game. Yes. So to re-explain explain the rules, I'm going to put a celebrity whose birthday is today. Technically, only the first one is today. The next three are going to be for tomorrow because only one celebrity re- that's famous enough to be mentioned was okay. born today. Um, you have to guess their age. If you get it right on, you get two points. If within three years, you get a point. Um, so the first celebrity is the director, Spike Lee. His birthday is today. All right. Hmm. I'll go 67. I have no idea. Uh, I'm going to go 64. You guys both get a point. He is 66. All right. So one to one. Uh, next, so these are technically tomorrow's birthdays, but we're just going to play pretend. Um, <laughs> is Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. So is he old? He's, he's getting there. He was, hasn't always been. All right. Um, I have no idea who this man is. You don't I know will... who Gary Oldman is? No, I don't. Should I know him? Uh, yeah. Should I know like, Gary? He's like one of the best working actors right now. Okay, I'm gonna go 66. 58. He is 64, so then you pull out to a two to one lead. All right. Uh, Next up, we have Matthew Broderick, uh, Ferris Bueller. Also, movie producers, highly recommend. I feel like I'm just gonna keep guessing 60s, like in the (laughs) 60s for everybody. Um, Let's go 64. Uh, I'm going to go 57. Yeah, I feel like he's in the 50s after I said that. Mike's tied it up. He is 60. So we're at 2-2. Two to two, All right. Going into the final celebrity, which is Scott Eastwood, which is Clint Eastwood's son, but has started acting on his own. It's really funny. He's auditioned for his dad's movies and not gotten the role. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Let's go 41 for all the marbles here. Uh. 47. He is actually 35. Oh, All right. A tie. Everybody wins. (laughs) All right. Well, that was I'm sure he's glad that we think he's much older. (laughs) Right? It wasn't even close. We went way, way beyond. So, all right. Well, thanks again for joining us today, Mike Zaz. Well, thank you. It was very interesting learning about that upcoming event. And I think Washington County is really lucky to have such an awesome opportunity yes. so close to home. So, And this is the last program of this winter. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for joining us on Washington Live. I'm your host, Diana Rich, and we hope you have a great Monday.